your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Saturday, December 18th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez from PantherBarkway.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You could also follow the national show Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, who will be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. And thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Well, it's a game day. A Charlotte Checkers game day, that is. The Charlotte Checkers play back-to-back uh, tonight and tomorrow against the Bridgeport Islanders. But there's also supposed to be another game day uh, for the Florida Panthers. Uh, Today, as I'm recording this at 9.57 a.m. on a Saturday uh, morning, the Florida Panthers were supposed to suit up and play a road game against the Minnesota Wild at the XL Energy Center in St. Paul, Minnesota. But due to all the circumstances of seven-plus players on COVID protocol for the Cats, they're not the only team to be shut down right now. So until... December 27th, which will be the Florida Panthers' next game. All games throughout the next week until after Christmas have been postponed for the Panthers, along with the Colorado Avalanche and the Calgary Flames, where it's just... I kind of ask myself, what are we doing here? What... I think about the whole proactive versus reactive sense of COVID testing, seeing how many players are out, how many, what is the, I I don't know if criteria is the right word to use, but what is the, what, what is the number that the NHL has to say when they see X amount of players go down and say, well, you guys have this many players, we have to shut your team down. And Jeff Merrick of the 32 Thoughts podcast from Sportsnet uh, says, um, talks about the possibility of taxi squads returning for NHL teams because the AHL is going through some outbreaks as well down there. And man, it's just a very terrible situation. And you think about the quality of product that was on the ice on Thursday night against the LA Kings and nothing against the likes of Grigory Denisenko, Cole Schwitt, Matt Kirstead, and Chase Prisky, which, which uh, George Richards and Colby Guy had a great article that they had about Chase Prisky uh, play about him logging the second most minutes behind Mackenzie Weger. Go read that article at Florida Hockey Now. Um, highly recommend uh, reading that. But it's 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 just nuts how the NHL allowed the Panthers to 
be placed in that situation because under normal circumstances, under a fully healthy team, you would have seen a more closer game. And it, it might have said 4-1, but the situation at hand just gave the Panthers no chance. But honestly, what looking back at that, the final score was maybe a lot closer than indicated because there was a lot of times where the goals that were given up to LA were just a few mental errors. And of course, out of position might have to do with tired bodies as well, because especially someone like Mackenzie Weaker, who logged so much, so many minutes uh, on Thursday night. And the fact that the NHL allowed this is just, you just got to ask yourself, what are we doing here? Once again, what are we doing here? And at a NHL, like an NHL news page, I forget the name of it. I'm looking it up as uh, we speak, but it listed out all the players who are on the COVID list right now for the entire, entire NHL uh, puck report is the, is the, is the page on Instagram. Puck Report NHL lists all the players, total players who are on the COVID list. A majority of them, at least a good 10% are from the Calgary Flames uh, as they have like about 18 uh, along with uh, three coaches. The Florida Panthers have their seven. You see Colorado, um, just before their game against the National Predators, they pulled out uh, Kale McCarr. Uh, Darcy Darcy Kemper as well, uh, Devon Tays. Um, the Boston Bruins don't have their two of their top line forwards there, and Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand there as well. The Yoho Lamico, former Florida Panther, who is now with the Canucks, is one of those. Drew Doughty of the Los Angeles Kings too. Nico Heizer, the captain of the Devils, isn't is there, and the Shorthanded Predators also beat the shorthanded Colorado Avalanche just a few nights ago, too. And here's the weird thing. The NHL gave the Colorado Avalanche the opportunity to vote on whether they should play or not. And the Colorado Avalanche said yes. George Richards tweeted on Thursday night saying Anthony Duclair was asked about whether the Florida Panthers were given the opportunity to vote whether to play or not. And according to George Richards, Anthony Duclair said no. So what does that say about the league? It says that the league is being very selective on who they're asking to play or not and putting attention more towards other teams versus that itty-bitty South Florida market. And this isn't me trying to play a victim for the Florida Panthers being that trying to get that respect for other teams but it, it but it's obvious they're being very selective on who they're asking to play or not based on the outbreak and the numbers aren't that much different based on who's on the covid list for Colorado versus who's on the covid list for Florida why haven't why didn't the panthers get that opportunity to at least vote even if the even if the players said yes I wanted you, and I'm sure you, the fan of this team, wants that too, where they get an opportunity to have at least a little bit of a say in 
what they get to do and what the, the opportunity of putting your body out there for, for our, once again, our entertainment. They're putting their, their livelihood for our entertainment. So it's just annoying. It's just upsetting. It's just disappointing as well. There's just many adjectives that you could put on the NHL, and it's just disappointing. And um, it, it shouldn't have gotten here. And again, Nick and I on Friday's show talked about once this game is over, we hope that we don't have any additional players added to the COVID list or anything worse to happen for this Florida Panthers team because they were supposed to leave at 4 p.m. on Friday more um, afternoon waiting for more testing and all. And media can't even get near the players now. Everything is now more towards Zoom. You were, you were allowed to be in the press conferences with masks on more than six feet, but now they can't even be near. So that is that is something that's changed. And they were waiting for more confirmation. Then the league said, we're shutting you down until Christmas. So we'll talk more about the games that are going to be shut down for Christmas in the next segment. So keep it right here on Locked On Panthers, your first listen of the day. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar, Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing. While you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie, Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those small doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it because it's a season of peace and love. Don't bring up your favorite Built Bar flavor at family parties. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor. They'll fight for it and things could get out of hand. Your friends with Santa? Well, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings. With so many flavors, they make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little and give your beverage a bit of that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Built Bar to go with it. Be sure to have a couple of napkins on hand. Like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't even believe they're filled with protein. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Once again, use promo code LOCK15 for 50% off at Built.com. Second segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast on the Saturday, December 18th, 2021, where the news has broken that the Florida Panthers will be shut down for about a week until after Christmas. Their next game will be on December 27th on the road at the Carolina Hurricanes. So the next three games that will be rescheduled, postponed for the Florida Panthers are the game that was supposed to happen today, 2 p.m. against the Minnesota Wild in St. Paul, against the Chicago Blackhawks on Tuesday. That was supposed to be an 8.30 puck drop in Chicago at the United Center. 
and then back at home two days before Christmas against the Nashville Predators. So this is not the worst thing in the world as well, being rescheduled. I'm more annoyed by the NHL playing on Thursday more than this rescheduling. And this is an opportunity because you'll get a better product on the ice for sure. Because going up to Minnesota, a a Minnesota wild team who's really hot right now. And also a Nashville Predators team who's winning a lot of close hockey games They They lead the NHL in winning games by one score. And they're, 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 the National Predators are very, they're a mystery team who many people think that they should just hit the reset button and go into rebuild, but they're that team that continues to just stay right there. And the Chicago Blackhawks, they fire their coach, Jeremy Colleton, early in, this, in, early in the season. They go through the situation with Kyle Beach, along with the Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers are very um, connected to that story because of who they had as their head coach. And then they fire Jeremy Carlton. They go on a little bit of a winning streak um, with uh, Derek King. And they're, 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 they're playing better as of late as opposed to the beginning of the season. But you have an opportunity when these games are made up and rescheduled. But because the NHL is going to find a way to reschedule these games, they're going to find a way to... But make sure an 82-game season is played because if you remember, the Vancouver Canucks just last season, they were shut down for two and a half weeks and they still found a way to play their, their whole 56-game season. And those regular season games that didn't account for anything went into the playoffs when other teams were playing their their games were just scheduled in the early afternoon as regular season games even it was like a few of them against the Calgary Flames that didn't mean anything because the Calgary Flames also didn't make the playoffs in the North Division last year so there the the NHL is going to find a way here's the issue though with this unique season because you've never had COVID-19 and the Olympics in the very same year. There was a contingency plan, supposed contingency plan, for the NHL in the case that they decided not to go to the Olympics. And a lot of arenas, because especially because they haven't had the opportunity to make and generate some money based on the shutdowns depending on which state you live in, especially with fans as well, if a sporting event were to go on and they haven't been able to have some shows too. So they're looking to bring back some of that revenue that they lost, and understandably so. But that does create conflict if the players do do decide not to go to Beijing, China for the Olympics. And I think of a venue like Madison Square Garden, who the Rangers haven't had uh, too many postponements, to my knowledge. Uh, they the that's an arena that's going to be that would be very hard to reschedule in. Uh, so 
I'm looking at the Rangers' schedule right now. I don't see any postponements there. So that would be a hard venue to reschedule if, if that were to happen. The LA Kings as well, if they were to have games postponed, that would be a hard venue to work things around as not only the LA Kings are the only team to play there. You have two basketball teams, the LA Lakers and the LA Clippers, which in a few years, the LA Clippers will have their own arena in Englewood, California, near where the Los Angeles Chargers play. But still, as of right now, those would be really hard venues to make up games for. So the, a lot of those venues want to bring in concerts. I, I believe that the TD Garden has Disney on ice uh, in the month of February during the Olympic break. However, how does this relate to the Florida Panthers? Where, what does, where does it stand when it comes to where FLA Live Arena has when it comes to events and making up games? That, but that's a big if. If the players decide not to go. So honestly, this segment might be irrelevant by the time we get to February, but have to put the possibility out there of what it would look like when you make up games for the Florida Panthers going forward. So, the just February alone for FLA Live Arena, um, Legends of the Streets um, on Saturday, February 12th, Andrea Buscelli uh, on February 14th, and Monster X on February 17th. Other than that, I'm looking at StubHub right now. There's not a single event going on in FLA Live Arena. So, during the Olympic break, FLA Live Arena only has three total events throughout the month of February. Whereas a venue like Madison Square Garden up in New York City, I'm looking at February right now. I'm anticipating a lot of Knicks games um, in the middle of it. And February, you have Knicks, you have Casey Musgraves, you have college basketball with St. John's, Morgan Whalen. Uh, a few times, Mark Anthony. Yeah, and the Florida Panthers, as far as scheduling and rescheduling, don't have it as bad as other places. That's that's the point in all of that. That's not just to list off shows and for telling you to attend or not to attend. You do whatever you want uh, when it comes to those events. But as far as the scheduling for the Cats and the NHL, it's it's not the worst situation because the Panthers can put a way, 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 way better pro- quality product on the ice once these games are rescheduled and once the players are coming back healthy. The great part about this as well, here's some good news about it. As far as symptoms and dealing with the new variant that's around is that there's less players and not just players, but people in society who have caught the new variant. Less symptoms for people around this. So this gives me, and this is me being optimistic, this gives me a a good sense that we as a society will able, were, are able to recover faster from this than when it first hit in March of 2020, when it was all 
so very new in our society that we just didn't know what to do. There isn't going to be a shutdown, a whole worldwide shutdown, nor a league shutdown. The, the, league, the league, if you know anything about this league or any of the professional sports leagues, they're going to do anything they can to keep things going. But as far as the health perspective overall and death toll, I'm very optimistic that the new variant and with people getting vaccinated as well, that the survival and that the people getting symptoms is definitely not the same as when this first hit. And that's not to say that it's not to say that people should stop testing. People, people should continue testing because just because multiple people don't have symptoms or don't really feel anything doesn't mean that one other person doesn't react the same way because everyone reacts so differently to this. And you lose, you lose one person in the NHL based on this new variant and it'll change everything. And this is what the rescheduling of these events will do because you never know who is going to react what to testing positive for, for COVID. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bummed that I won't be covering hockey for a whole week uh, covering games. At least that's I'm, I'm a little bummed about that. Not going to lie. But as far as the safety of the players and overall society, it's the right choice for the NHL, for the Florida Panthers. And this gives players an opportunity to hopefully stay home, be with their families, especially during this time of year where everybody's gathering together. I don't know, I don't know what the players' behaviors are off the ice. Uh, I, I know I know they've got a lot of money and they want to go out and, you know, spend it. Of course, you, you make that money in order to live a certain lifestyle. But I just hope that during this holiday season and with everything going on that the players, if they happen to have other people around them who haven't tested positive and who can help them do a few favors for them as far as presents and getting stuff together for Christmas that they have a helping hand around them for sure. And, and I'm sure some of them do. And that's, that's what I'm hoping because we want to see a fully healthy Florida Panthers team when this team returns on the ice on December 27th against the Carolina Hurricanes. So that's what we can really hope for the Panthers. In the next segment, we're going to talk more about the Olympic talk and the health of certain Florida Panthers players. So keep it right here on Locked On Panthers, your first listen of the day. Bet Online has you covered all season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new des- updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. 
Bad Online, where the game starts. Third and final segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, where the Florida Panthers and the NHL have announced that the all Florida Panther games have been postponed until after the Christmas break. So it's not the end of the world. The most players again in the NHL are 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 asymptomatic. So great things. But let's shift a little bit more of the players who were out not related to COVID about what this could mean as well for a guy like Sasha Barkov and Gus Forsling and Mason Marchment to a player on IR, two players on IR, excuse me, and one that was day-to-day before uh, Saturday's game, today's game, who, which was supposed to be played against the Minnesota Wild. You also give those players on non-COVID list a, a chance to play at full strength. I don't know the timeline of when Alexander Barkov was supposed to be ready to play, but it was placed on IR on Tuesday with, with at the time, a hopeful designation to return on that Thursday game. But even when all the players were placed on the COVID list, I'm very thankful that it wasn't to the point that it forced Andrew Brunette's hand to rush players like Barkoff, Marchment, and Forsling back. It was just say, okay, this is the situation we have at hand. We're not going to risk long-term health or short-term gain. And that is really the thing I took most away once again from Thursday. And when this team returns to play on December 27th against the Carolina Hurricanes, that will have a better quality product and I talked about it on the about the COVID side of things but it's also the non-COVID side of things about the players that are ready and at the time um, Marchment was still considered week to week when the Panthers practiced on Wednesday on excuse me the morning skate on Thursday morning because they didn't practice on Wednesday but when they had their morning skate on Thursday and Marchment participated in the lines Barkoff was doing light work before practice. So there's a little bit of optimism there that you'll have a way better quality product there. So that is a point that I really, really, really wanted to emphasize on this on this show because even if you add you don't put any more new cases on the COVID list, even if they were to play today against Minnesota, just it it would have been just really depressing to watch that this team is just so depleted with with both injury and covid that they wouldn't I, i'm not like it sounds harsh to say that they don't stand a chance but any but like nick said in the previous episode any team that has a chance is down that many players whether you're a contending team like the Florida Panthers or the last place Arizona Coyotes it's just you're not putting yourself in a good position to succeed. And this, this shutdown for the Panthers, it's the right thing to do. As far as the, as the Olympics go, I, I haven't heard anything from Barkoff, Ekblad, or Huberto on whether they want to go to the Olympics or not. We've seen a few players speak out about it, like Steven Stamkos, who hasn't really had a big opportunity to play 
in the Olympics due to the NHL not participating in 2018. Stamkos being injured um, a few times before he wants to go, but he's a little uncertain as well, but he's more leaning towards going. Connor McDavid, who doesn't speak out about anything at all, he talks about the uncertainty. So for Connor McDavid to speak out about that, I'm sure there's other people who are in that mindset of him as well. Uh, one per one player who is very in ongoing as well as Sidney Crosby um, of the Pittsburgh Penguins. He is very in on going. He because many people put that out there, and there's a there's some truth to it, or some there could be some truth to it that this could be his last chance to compete for his country in the Olympics. Because I mean. Sidney Crosby has been in this league as long as lo- as long as I can as long as I can remember as long as I've been watching this sport. So with Crosby having an opportunity, he'll be he'll be 38 years old when when the next Olympics come around, the the 2005 number 1 overall pick. So he has this of course the, of course with the circumstances of COVID and the you think about do I put my health on the line or do I want to that opportunity to go out there to play for my country and like I said who are we to tell a player what to do or what not to do and it's easy for me to say if I were in that position and knowing the uncertainty personally I don't know if I would go I really don't know if I I just it's just scary to think that you're you're going to be trapped in an unfamiliar place that you just don't know much about. Having your food delivered at your doorstep, just opening the door, getting your food, and then just sitting there. And we don't talk about enough about what some of the isolation due to COVID, in, especially during the three-month shutdown before things started to reopen slowly, about how many people, not only athletes, professional athletes, but people in society get lonely, depressed. Some have gained weight as a result of the shutdown too. That we don't, we don't talk about that part of it, about the mental side of things. And for a player to go through that, regardless of whether they're healthy too or not after testing positive the mental side of this what's up here is i i don't know if me personally if i were to go out there if i could handle a 3 to 5 week quarantine but again who are we to tell it's uh, their choice at the end of the day and i will if the players do decide to go, which it's looking like it's going to happen. The NBA did it. They went. I mean, the only difference is uh, it's in the NBA's offseason versus it's in the NHL's season. So that's the only difference, really. But I'm going to hate talking about it. But I won't avoid talking about it if a player, especially someone of your Florida Panthers, tests positive. And it's something that we're going to have to talk about. And just talk about hoping for the best betterment of their health and that they 
are able to return back safely and that their uh, teams are able to get them back at full strength when they do return. Though the Florida Panthers don't have any games all of next week, we will still be putting out content based on the Florida Panthers, talking about the state of the team, what's to come next, what to expect next, maybe some wellness checks based on some media people coming into the show, um, maybe a few crossovers from the team that we were the Florida Panthers were supposed to play. So we might do some of that. We, we might make this week a fun one too because just because the Florida Panthers are off for a full week, I do not want you guys to just zone out, not zone out, to, I want you guys to still be in on the season as well. I'm going to be still in on the season, not only because I, I, I talk about it for a living for this show, but also because the energy that this fan base needs for this team who is still very well in the driver's seat to make a run at the division crown and a top seed in the Eastern Conference as they head towards the playoffs. Only a third of the way to the season. Still plenty of season to go. Yeah, you look at the standings and you see that Toronto and Tampa Bay are ahead, but there's still plenty of time for this season once this Florida Panthers team is fully healthy. So keep the energy with this team. It sucks right now. They're on a three-game losing streak. It sucks. These happen in a season. The situation's bad with all the seven players on the COVID list and three of them injured right now in Barkoff, Marchment, and Borsling. But this team will bounce back. You've seen it all of this season. Every time they've gone through a little bit of a lull, even last season, they've always been able to bounce back and come out stronger based on adversity hitting them. So keep the energy, Florida Panther fans. Keep it right here on Locked On Panthers, and we will be providing content all of next week to, throughout this postponement of games. So if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Bets. Your one-stop shop for all things bet. Locked On Bets. Hosted by Boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms, so subscribe to Locked On Bets podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day.